Captain's Log, Episode 37. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers podcast is sponsored by Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars. Located at 35-11 Ditmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Now open seven days a week with outdoor and indoor dining. Tickets now available for their epic seven-year anniversary party on June 27th. Limited reserved seating available at 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 7 p.m. Get your tickets while you can. Enjoy the eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items. At Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brown Stout. In this installment, Captain Huck and Beer Wonder, over the course of six pours, take a little time to ruminate over the ever-evolving world of tentative post-pandemic public beer consumption with a variety of anecdotal experiences. In other words, we took a non-scientific approach to find out what the new rules are, all the while, of course, following official CDC guidelines. If you try this at home, your results may vary. Ours certainly did. Remember to like, star, and subscribe us whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without further ado, please enjoy episode 37, Riffs on Reentering the Beervenger Sphere. Well, we're the beer, 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 beer vengers, beer, 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 beer vengers, beer, 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 beer vengers. We're the beer vengers. Sweet. That's right. We are the beer vengers. Welcome to the beer cast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens. I am Captain Porter Brown Stout. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in New York, New York, on Central... I've said too much. This is the Pale Mail, Hophead Huck. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder! And we are... The, the Beer, beer. That's who we are. We're the Beer Avengers. You're the Beer Avengers. We're all Beer Avengers. Um, some of us more Beer Vengery than others, depending on your uh, your placement in the Beer Avengers sphere. Thanks to uh, thanks to uh, our uh, the Beer Barian for coining that lovely term. Uh, yes. That's who we had on the show last week. This week it's just the three of us. We like to do that for you every once in a while to sort of get a you know uh, to just sort of have a little intimate time with with us. Uh, it's been a while, so. In fact, I think the last time we did it was when Beer Wonder, uh, the uh, the episode entitled Brew Wonder, the one where you brewed your own beer, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Delicious amber ale. Yes, the del- delightful, uh, hashtag blessed. Yes. So, our, our, hashtag our blessed well, amber ale. Exactly. Well, and I got to say, uh, you know, since since uh, I, I've been drinking for one over here, uh, I've still got a few bottles of that left, believe it or not. Very so good. I should I should pass them out to potentially some of our fellow beer vendors near and far. Excellent. Well, we've got it. We've got a great show with just the three of us. We're going to focus a little later on. Uh, we've been going out a little bit more and yeah. we want to talk a little bit about uh, about what it's like in our slowly evolving post covid universe uh, and how that uh, affects us and our 
our fellow people and all of that. Uh, but before we do any of that, uh, we're, we've all got empty glasses here, so let's get to the fours, right? Oh, I, know. I don't even know what the etiquette is today. Wow. No, no one does at this point. And really, I've already I've already removed myself from that. Does anybody have a beer they're particularly excited about? I am excited about my beer. Okay. Well, well, you know, I'm, I'm excited about mine, but that means I okay, think my well, introduction is going to be a little bit longer. So I think Huck should go first. Very I good. I think that, okay. would, that would, very, how polite, Captain, how polite. Very good, very good. I'm going to do that in the future because I have some complicated beers coming up. This one's not too complicated. This is the uh, Blackstone Dry Irish Stout. Ooh, fun. And this is from uh, Redemption Rock Brewing, which is in the birthplace of the Pale Male, Worcester, Massachusetts. A brewery? Worcester, uh, Mass. Very really cool. cool brewery that I was able to visit uh, this past weekend. I even got a Redemption Rock glass to go with it. Oh, yeah, a good very elegant. For pouring here. Uh, this looks like it would be a better for a right-handed pour, so here we go. All right, you see that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, see that? There it is. I'm trying to keep that glare off, but all right, here we go. Whoops. Oh, dear. Oh, oh that is so very rich. A little dribble there. Yeah. yeah. Very rich. Tiny little head. Oh, no, the head production is bigger than I would yeah, have thought. It's going okay. right into the glass, so. Mm-hmm. There we go. Gosh, that's nice. such a pretty beer. That really a is beautiful. dripping. Yeah, it's got a nice, good looking one. Yeah. Yep. And also lovely with the uh, with the dark background and the beautiful image, uh, the logo yeah, on the, the front. Blue of the blue looks yeah. nice. Let, let's see the uh, the can again. Yeah, great can art too. Yeah, so it's pretty. Nice. Nice Named of course for the Blackstone Valley. It's very Worcester. It's very Worcester. All right, beer wonder. Why don't you go next? Okay. Um, well, I uh, I wanted to continue to you know my my trend of local beers, and after you know we're we're getting into summer seasons, and it's starting to be a uh, uh, starting to be a little bit warmer, and so lighter beers are great. Except I wanted to go in a completely opposite direction. So today, I've got Alewife Brewing's Frau Holle American Dark Lager, and check yes. out that can art. Take a look at her. Oh, that's a great beer! I can't believe yeah. we haven't had that one on yet. I know, I know. Kudos I like to you, was, Beer Wonder. It was a little. It had been a bit, but I was excited about this one, and I saw it and realized it was not already on. So here that we go. was. I did. I've had this beer. It's excellent. Yeah, it's great. It's a delicious beer. So. It's a beauty too in the glass. Yeah, it's got yeah. a nice, nice head there. Not too aggressive, but uh, yeah. substantial. And just so dark, just so yeah. wonderfully dark, especially for a nice dark lager. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, fabulous can art. So yeah, Frauhalla. Well, uh, well, my beer uh, just happens to be a uh, sponsored pour. That's right. It's a sponsored pour oh, well. from Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars. Now, we talked a little bit, I at least last week, I think last week was the first time we talked about it. They are celebrating their seventh anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and they're having their, their anniversary party on Sunday, June 27th. Do I have that right? Yep. It's 27th. Yes. Yeah, Indeed. we've all we've all bought our tickets. We're all all the the beer vendors as well as the a uh, uh, couple other of the main beer vendors and and some at least two more. Uh, so yep. if you you'll see us there and and uh, you'll we'll be at the seven p.m. seven p.m. seating. Yes, they're doing seating. seatings at eleven p eleven a.m. That's a two hour one, uh, and then they got a three hour uh, seating at three p.m. and seven p.m. Uh, and someone else is celebrating their seventh anniversary this year. And that is Finback Brewing. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, happy, so, happy anniversary, Finback. So in conjunction with that, Ryan was gracious enough to give me their seven-year anniversary IPA. That's right. Wow. This takes a special event like this, but I am the captain. Porter Brown's Stout is having 
an IPA on this show. No, I look wow. forward to reading the description, and then I'm sure you'll you guys will explain it to me. But here we go. Well, let's uh, help you out. I but, already know this is going to be right. gorgeous in the glass. Yeah. I also am so happy that the captain is drinking an IPA. It just warms my soul. There oh, we are. My, it's a triple IPA, by the way. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. It's just so rich and orangey. Mm. It looks super. It looks fairly hazy. Yeah. Um, decent head production, but oh, it's right. just so gorgeous. Minimalist can art on this one. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Right. All right. And now we are fully poured, gentlemen. Slancha. Cheers. Cheers. Cameras. Et cetera, et cetera, et, et al. Oh, jeez. I'm getting spilly here. Uh, yeah, cheers. Mm. <sighs> Very good. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Look at that, that lacing. Too. Yeah. Oh, that lacing on your glass is Killing just beautiful. It. Mm-hmm. This is a nice glass. It's a 10 ounce, so it's... Oh, uh, slows you down a bit. It's more of a taster, but uh, I like to refill the glass as you go along. So I like yeah. the smaller glass. Um, real tasty, real uh, roasty, chocolatey notes. Very reminiscent of a, of a, the Guinness or Murphy's. It's certainly that American-style Irish stout. I really yeah. uh, I like it when a brewery really nails it. It's not too thin. But it's certainly not too cloying or, or thick. It's that's what I love. It's like sometimes you get these when they do the lighter stouts, they're not the body's not that uh, exciting, you know. But this one's got a nice, nice mouthfeel, very smooth, real roasty, mm. and getting a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of coffee. Really does put me right back in the old country, which is like what Worcester is to me. Yes. <laughs> I, I I didn't I didn't realize the pronunciation. Well, I guess you've been away from there for a while, so you have you pronounce both R's. Or yes, actually, I, you, a, pronounce, uh, you pronounce the R's at all, I should say, because generally speaking, the R's are not pronounced. Well, it's pronounced Worcester. You're right. It's pronounced Worcester. Yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, I've been uh, away from the old country. You know, my accent uh, has fallen off a bit. Yeah. As I've lived does. in New York City for 31 years. But, uh, but whenever I see that, well, that's city, why I, I talk say, like I this say, now. Oh yes, exactly. We all we all talk like a, a third tier character on The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Forget hey, about it. Well, forget about it. No, <laughs> we don't do that. Do um, we? I think we might. Sometimes. We, I mean, I mean, when when prompted to. This is our theatrical training, you guys. It's uh, right. I, that's I, what I it is. I did train myself to get rid of my my uh, my Worcester accent. Worcester. Yeah. Years of hard work. We're all working for that neutral, flat, mid-Atlantic drone. Yeah, when I was when I was younger, I had a uh, I had to learn the Lord's uh, uh, what is the twenty third Psalm. If you guys know oh, yeah. your Bible, and uh, so somebody told me if you tape yourself while you're sleeping, uh, and then play it back, you can memorize it. Yeah, I said mm-hmm. okay, I'll try it, and I still have the recording. <laughs> so it's this little kid going. <laughs> As before, my voice dropped. It was like, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in verdant pastures. He anointeth my soul. So it was pretty strong accent. After I heard that, I was like, I'm going to start to work on that a little bit. If I'm going to be an actor. Yeah, it almost sounds a little like Diamond Joe accent. Quimby there. Yeah, it's a little, yeah, I guess the, the Kennedy thing uh, comes to my head. But that's what it sounded like. I'll play it for you sometime. Get a cassette player. That's funny. The Lord wow. is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. 
Uh, this, well, I don't, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, or no, Captain, I was going to ask this, you know, this being an anniversary beer, I can imagine that they put a lot of extra special touches into this I one. I mean, they're just so good over there at Finback, but yeah, this, is a, this is a beautiful uh, 10.1%. Uh, like I said, it's a triple. It is, as you can, as you can see, it is very much in the hazy tradition because we are yeah. in the Northeast. Yeah, it's got a glow um, to it, like almost a, like a radiation and and I, and I was telling uh, Huck a little earlier that some of these hops uh, that I'm seeing uh, are a little little actually little little flummoxed uh, by all of them. I know I've heard definitely heard of Citra, of course, and Strata, yeah. but this also mm-hmm. has Belma, Belma uh, yeah. Brew One, if you know that one. But then also variants on Brew One and Citra called Brew One Lupamax and Citra Lupamax. Any any clue about what that means? So I know Brew One yeah, specifically, Brew One. which is a really like a really fruit forward beer. Or it is hop, very juicy, yeah. Uh, and it's it's Yakima Valley, as far as I'm aware. But it does offer it often offers a little bit of bitterness, if I'm remembering correctly. But I don't know it's what very this subtle if it is. Okay, it's it's, yeah. it's nice. It's smooth but not sweet. Um, okay, but, but it, yeah, definitely taste that hot profile, but not so much in the aftertaste. It like it's there. It's like, hello, the hops are here. Uh, and mm-hmm. what's funny about it is I, 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 I'm I, seeing something here on Untapped, and it must be what this means is they don't have information because it says no IBU, and I can't imagine this would have no IBU. What was it, Ultramax? Right. It just means we don't have the IBU. Uh, yeah, uh, Lupomax, as in like Lup- the lupulin content is the that's some sort of like lupulin on steroids or something. Hmm. Hopefully not. Yeah, I would say that they're probably a Lupamax. Yeah, yeah. Again, uh, the beer one is right. Yakima Valley hops. Uh, They're concentrated hop pellets, so they're they're going to be real tight. And I think they're probably more based on the uh, on the lupulin, which is the center of the of the uh, hop. Mm -hmm. Uh, It doesn't say that it's uh, it's just a concentrated hop flavor. Uh, So that's just the idea is going to have more of that direct hop flavor right to you. And I, I don't know if that's one that they add uh, that are going to be more of the dry hopping near the mm. end of the, of the boil. Uh, I would think so. But to add all these hops, I mean, that's just a hop hop uh, festival in that uh, glass. Oh yeah, it is. I mean, it, it, it's like, a, but it's still got a really like, I think because it's a triple with all that dry hopping, it's just got mm-hmm. a really smooth, clean finish. Very good. This redemption rock is a, is uh it's a lighter, uh, ABV, as a Irish stout tends to be, I'm trying to find like a here. five point something or other. It might even be less. Oh, here it's four point five, so it's very low. Four point five. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, a dry Irish usually is on the lower side of things, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I, I was, that was my guess was going to be five point one because I think once you yeah. get not much higher than that for your for your basic. Yeah, four point five is usually like a, a Guinness. Is, is that? Yeah, that, that sounds level. right. Mm-hmm. Well, on the very opposite side of everything here, I do have the Frau Hole. I did mispronounce it on the way in there. Frau oh, Hull. hello. Yes, uh huh. Uh, which is uh, just a, a casual seven percent dark lager. Yeah. Um, and I I love the tag on the top of this can, so I just wanted to read it. It says the potion maker, the curator of moods, the spiritual guide of all things alchemy, from recipe of old to contemporary works, which I believe is the tagline for Ale Life itself. Um, okay. Which 
or specifically the spear, I'm not 100% sure, but it makes a lot of sense that you'd have this like witchy character because historically ale wives are the source of what we think of witches as today because they have the big right. black pointy hats. Um, and this one, it's just like a really balanced, malty, sweet beer that kind of is that like, it's a rainy day like we've been having in Gotham of late, you know, that you just kind of want to like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a couple. Um, but like, it's the kind of thing you'd want to drink on that day, especially, you know, when it's a little bit on the chillier side of things to kind of warm you up, the alcohol will do that too. But, um, yeah, it's, it's almost no hop profile, just really kind of rich, dark, caramelly, sweet, almost chocolatey notes to it. Just a really lovely, rich, thick, good creamy mouthfeel beer. Um, mm. but, uh, but just really, just really lovely. It's just, I've always enjoyed what Alewife does. I feel like the times that we've been there, we've often found some really good discoveries. Yeah, that, actually, case. we need to go to their new place, don't we? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Their, their old place the isn't there anymore, but I've heard a yeah. lot of great things about their new uh, location. I honestly have to say that I haven't been uh, as much of an Alewife fan in the ones I've tried. Mm-hmm. I love the bar, but mm-hmm. as far as their their beers, I hadn't really come across one that I really mm-hmm. liked until I had this one. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, okay. This is something else. I mean, because I, I actually had it as a sponsored pour, uh, <laughs> but I didn't... Uh, I didn't I, use it I, on I'll, the air. I'll just put it, it doesn't later. count. Yeah, but I did drink it. No, I mean, it, it, I it, it does it count much. because I, I almost mentioned that myself because we did have one of those from uh, from from a story of beer and cheese, uh, Dittmar's thirty five best. Yes, Dittmar's. you were kind enough yeah. to um, pick out the lager for me, and yeah. I enjoyed it very much. Last fall, I feel I like I, I I don't know why. I guess it's just how uh, what great staying power this beer has because I remember a couple of years ago. Uh, we were on a crawl uh, with Wheat Lightning and Nutpool and Cider Girl, and we started at Alewife. Yes. And mm-hmm. I think I had that beer on tap. I think that was one oh. of the first times I had it. It was mm-hmm. that week. Uh, the other one by them I really like a lot is uh, one I had on the show. I can't remember which episode. I think I had it on the show. Uh, sometimes they come out at night. Sometimes or something. Oh different. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That one. That yeah, one. Yeah. That that, that uh, spicy Russian Imperial Stout. So good. In fact, they, they they recently got some more of that. And I, every time I see it, I just like, well, I need to take a four pack of this home. Although I did mm-hmm. learn there's some weird quality to that one where you need to be careful. It's not in the coldest part of your refrigerator. Oh, interesting. Be, well, because sometimes the top shelf of my refrigerator gets frozen. It, it right. not always, but like I could tell a couple cans did. Um, and that's when they moved one down to the bottom shelf. And so not only did I have one that was like half frozen, but then I had the other one. And the can had like distorted. So I'm like, I, I'm sure this beer is still good, but I better have it now. I don't know what it is about about if it's something to do with a combination of my crappy refrigerator or the quality of the cans or I don't know. Whatever it was, I'm going to be careful with those cans going forward. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, let me talk about Redemption Rock a little bit. They uh, Yes, please. Uh, they're right in, in the heart of Art of Worcester and... and uh, their tap room was very cool, really nice place. And we, we managed to stop in just quickly, you know, because we were actually meeting other people later to go to other breweries. But mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? We're driving right by this place. Let's go in. And it was really nice tap room and just like super nice staff and beers were good. I had a, uh, had a Goza. It was called Goose. And <laughs> uh, that was just a like a real pure Goza, no extra fruit added to that kind of thing. And I also had their Maibach, which was really very bready, reminding me of like mm. challah bread. 
because it had a sweetness to it. And then on the way out, I said, let me try that stout. And I said, oh, that's, I'm going to get the the four pack of that. But what's interesting, they're actually a certified B corporation. I don't know if you heard about this. You know what that is, uh, Beer Wonder. Mm -hmm. I do not. Mm. No, I have heard about certified B corporations, but for for those people who may not be in the know, like me, yeah, <laughs> it means it's a business that meets the highest standards of verified social and environmental performance, public transparency, and legal accountability to balance profit and purpose. Uh, B corps are accelerating a global culture shift to redefine success in business and build a more inclusive and sustainable economy. Mm, and one of the things great. that that got me. Uh, besides, you know, we'll, we'll get into the, the whole mask thing later, but the one, as we were exiting, I paid the bill and they said that, you know, on the, they had like the screen and they turned it around and said, you know, when you usually, then you add your tip and they said, you know, we actually get salaried here. We're all, we're all salaried employees of the living wage. So we ask that rather than giving a tip that you, if you'd like to, you can donate to, uh, one of our causes and we change the cause every month. And this month, it's the Worcester Animal Rescue League. (laughs) I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, what is this magical brewery? You know, that's super cool. And it was uh, uh, a female employees too. It was a very, uh, very cool spot. And I was like, oh, gotta go back there again. So I was very pleased about Redemption Rock, and the beer is great. It's a really nice uh, Irish stout. So tell me a little bit more about this this B Corp thing. I'm I'm amazed it didn't come up uh, in our episode uh, with. uh, the Belgian blonde uh, well, honestly, when we were talking I'm, about all these like people doing responsible things, how, where did this originate? And, and uh, is it just a U.S. thing or is it a global thing or that? I don't know, that? but uh, you know, there's the B and I, I maybe right. I didn't mean to put you on the more. spot. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely talk about well, that. That's, that sounds like a good topic for a future episode, but I, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, and most of the companies that I've seen that are doing this are primarily, um, uh, are primarily U.S. based, but there is a certifying body, uh, and there's a website you can go to to get all the specific details. I think it's bcorp.com or something. Um, but the idea is that you know we know what C corps are and we know what you know S corps are and all this thing. This is just a different designation that is that requires certain certification and gives you certain other benefits and rights uh, within there, which is which is great. And it's it's fam- it's folks we know. Like I know Patagonia is just one that that I've okay. known that's a B corp. Yep. So like groups that tend to have a social requirement within there within their founding principles, which is great. You know, we need more of that. Yeah. It seemed very cool. Uh, obviously these statements, you know, can sound like corpo talk, but <laughs> we're going to do good things and make things better. Like, what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> but I could see on the spot, like I, te- I told you, I could, I could see what they were actually doing uh, mm-hmm. in the moment. So it was very cool. Uh, so what about those, uh, those hops? I see you're, uh, you're like, they are. I this You're first of all, I, I, I should I should say that this this is hitting me. This yeah. is I feel the ten point one percent. Yeah, uh, and and but it is. It's just like it's. I probably won't be able to find this beer again because I, it's a sponsored pour. Uh, but they Ryan gave me this a few weeks ago. It's like actually right before I left to Ohio. I'm like, you know, they, don't worry. You should still go to a story beer and cheese, and they have lots of wonderful beers there. Yes. You may not be able to find this one there, but this is. Uh, hey, maybe it'd be on tap on the, for the party. Oh yeah, you never know. I mean, yeah, that's the great thing about the party is that it's it's it's, it's twelve specifically curated beers for the party. Hmm. It's I, I I I it's it's funny because if if they were, I, I have to say that if they were to sponsor, I would still be rhapsodizing about this because every one of these things I've gone to has been just fucking amazing. 
and, and they weren't able to do it last year. And I'm so glad they figured out a way to do it this year. And oh, it's, it's just, um, I don't know if, they, yeah, you're right, but you're right. This, who knows? Maybe they'll have, they, they definitely, I, I'm really hoping they'll have something from Finback because that connection about it being the seven year anniversary for mm. both of them. Mm-hmm. And have you guys ever been out to, now they have a, they have a couple of tasting rooms now, don't they? Finback? Yeah, isn't there like one in Brooklyn or Brooklyn? There Florida? is. I have there's stopped one, in there. Yeah, there's one in Brooklyn that's part of that like Third Avenue crawl yeah. that is just waiting to happen. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll be there soon. Yeah, exactly. But um, it's basically but yeah, across the street from Keg and Lantern. Mm-hmm. If you've been the there, one oh, that right, I went, yes. I'm so sorry. I meant to say Strong Rope. Strong, strong rope. rope. Yes, Strong Rope. Oh, okay, yeah, Keg and Lantern's a little more northern Brooklyn, isn't it? Yes, they're they're yes, more uh, they're close to Torst, which we were talking about earlier this week. Right, I right. Drove okay. by it last night. Um, no, yeah, it's, uh, it, it, the, I did go to the, the, their place in Queens once and it was just funny. It was one of these things where it was in the beer book Me too. and, and I had to get on like maybe two trains and a bus <laughs> and then I had to like walk there and it was a very residential neighborhood. And even though it's New York city, it's one of those places where people be like, who's that guy walking? But I, <laughs> right. <laughs> which is what you always hear about LA, right? Yeah. Uh, right. You always hear about LA. Uh, that it's such a car city. It was like, hey, yeah, we we saw you walking. Is everything okay? Like, no, <laughs> I was just I was just walking. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and I don't, know, I don't know if people would react that way there, but because uh, I, I didn't see anyone give me any funny looks, it was just my first thought was like, is this still New York City? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I, I I walked there and and had a couple of great beers there, and uh, that was uh, and, and I'd like to go there again. So, but I also want to go to this one in uh, in Brooklyn too. We should. Uh, that, yeah, when weird. I was there uh, a few months ago, they were still closed. The indoor area was still closed. Okay, mm-hmm. they were had outdoor seating, and they you could buy cans at the door. But it was it was they've now I believe opened the inside now, so it's uh, it will be a new experience to go there. And the yeah, one in Queens uh, I went to once as well, but I did take my car. <laughs> I I, yeah, I am looking forward to go, going to more of these different places. In fact. Uh, yeah, maybe this is this is the a good segue to our talking about like going out and going to places now that we can. We've talked, uh, we, we've 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 dipped our toe into a little bit the last couple of weeks about we've been hanging out and going to places and de- seeing what the different vaccinated, non-vaccinated, mm. even asking any questions policies. Uh, we've all been uh, doing some of this more going out, and uh, I thought it'd be great to just sort of share notes about the vast range of experience we've, we've dealt with, with that. Uh, and so Huck, uh, you were talking about, about the six breweries you went to when you were in uh, Worcester and the, and the surround. Oh. Did I say it right there? Worcester. 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 There you go. You got it. Worcester. 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 Uh, <laughs> but uh, usually when I used to get the, the bus at Port Authority, you know, the girl behind the counter or the guy would be like, uh, where do you want to go? Worcester, Worcester. It's spelled Worcester, like Worcestershire sauce. Sauce on this steak. Yes. Yeah. But they say Worcestershire sauce, so it's the same pronunciation. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's a sidetrack. We, I did. Uh, I said I've been to six breweries since the last podcast. Oh Visit, wow! Visited six breweries. So, uh, I mean, I don't want to take up the whole podcast. You guys have got. Uh, other things to talk about. But we want to hear your highlights. So we went to... This is the main topic, Huck. Let's hear about your Worcester experience. Well, the first thing was... I said it too aggressively there. I've heard the thing about that accent is it's not... You don't lean into it hard. It's more of a lazy accent. It's like it's it's not like, pack your car and have it. Yeah. It's more like... Worcester's a little milder. It's a little milder. Yeah. 
so uh, the first thing, of course, had to go to Fox Farm Brewery. That's one of my favorites. And when I go to Worcester, rather than usually when I go to the Cape, uh, you don't we go through Providence. So you don't go up that way and Fox Farm's out of the way, but it's kind of on the way. So I, I pre-ordered at Fox Farm and we just got curbside uh, mm. cans and bottles, uh, which I'll be sharing next uh, uh, few weeks. Uh, and uh, they were, there were people sitting outside enjoying oh, wow. the beers there. So the last time I went, it was like, they were real, it was uh, October and they were like, Oh, oh don't get out of the car. You know, and we'll just put the stuff in the trunk for you this time. They were much more relaxed. And uh, uh, I could see people outside. It's a beautiful place. I really wish mm. we did have time to stop there and, and enjoy it. It's gorgeous. It's really like a farm. It's, and it's just idyllic. It's very much in the, in the, in the woods. And then, uh, we got to, we got to Worcester and I, I, uh, uh you see right there, I said Worcester and, cause there was a vowel. So the, oh, R, the, R, the R comes in Worcester, Worcester and. and yeah. So we got to Worcester and I, uh, we went to redemption rock, like I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was funny cause, uh, cider girl and I were there. And of course here in the city, we, we have started not wearing masks outside, but generally when you go inside, you put your mask on. So I, we had our masks on until we sat down at the table and drank our beers. I didn't even realize that the girls behind the bar weren't wearing theirs just until yeah. like we left and we're sitting there like, Hey, great. How you doing? You know, with the masks on. And I realized, wait a minute, they didn't have their masks. Uh, so that was like, uh, and then we went to this, we stayed at a hotel and the hotel had a thing on the door that said, please wear your mask. So we did that, but I could see that people really weren't doing that. It was almost, it almost felt like, you know, like you would expect Florida or Alabama to be, you know, uh. people were just going maskless. But recently, Massachusetts lifted the mask uh, mandate because their vaccination rates are almost the highest in the country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, them in Vermont, if I'm not mistaken. They have reached that 70% mark. Uh, and so they've been released. The, the faces have been released. But here we were at like 68 right now. Yeah, we're very right. close. I mean, we we yeah. could do it here. We could do it here. We're just uh... well. Cuomo no, but I, I no, actually, no. But but the, your your point is very good because we could do it here. But they have just said they're going to. Re- Cuomo just said a couple days ago we're, we're going to lift a lot of it when we hit seventy, and yeah. if we're at sixty eight now, we're very close. And so yeah. So anyway, go on. No, it's uh, it's fine. Uh, the uh, so what we were doing, we were meeting my cousin in in. Uh, in Holden at their house, uh, which is just outside of Worcester. And immediately it's so funny. My Worcester mentality, uh, has taken hold. We went there and Holden is just outside Worcester. So it's fine. Perfectly legal place to go. And they said, we're going to go to a, a brewery in Barrie, B-A-R-R-E, Barrie, Massachusetts. Sure. It is. And I'm yeah. like, okay. What? Yeah. Naturally. Barrie, Barrie. Who's, who's he? Do we like him? No, but it's it's still Worcester County, but it's like it's out in the woods. Oh, I'm like why don't we just go to the Berkshires? You know, it's just my mentality. I just drove from New York City, <laughs> but but here I am, like whoa, 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 that's too far to go outside of Worcester. Like <laughs> it, it it was so strange. And if you talk to Cider Girl, she'll tell you I was like the whole trip, like where the hell are we going? Uh, <laughs> like we even passed through another town called Ocam. I'm like, what the hell is Ocam? I never heard Ocam. Yeah, it's and, a good place uh, to go to buy a razor, I think. And it was, there's no highways to get there. You get an Ocam? Is that where you get a razor? Oh, well, no, I was talking about Ocam. Ocam. I got you. That's Ocam's yeah. razor. Yeah. Ocam's a, razor. A very, yeah. Your literary reference. Keep them, keep them coming. Uh, and there were moose crossing signs. Oh, of course there were. I'm like, there's no moose. 
in Worcester, but I, I, in Oakham, I, I guess so. Yeah, I guess in Oakham. Oh, is it Oakham? It's Oakham. That was another thing. How's it got spelled? O a k h a m. See, so, if we screw this up, we're going to get letters. You oh, realize like, that? No, like, I, I, and like, I, like I would look, I would see that, and I would say Oakham. Exactly. But it's Oakham. It's Oakham, but, even though it looks like Oakham. My cousin, who's from Worcester, Shrewsbury, like I am, she was saying it's Oakham. My sisters all told me it's Oakham, but my brother-in-law, uh, my cousin-in-law, Brandon, he's like, it's Oakham. It's Oakham. <laughs> like with authority. And wow. there's another town on the Cape called East Ham. And I'm like, how do you say East Ham? Because obviously East Ham is East Ham. And he's like, it's Eastham. It is not Eastham. I don't know where he's coming from with this stuff. Anyway, that's a sidetrack. So we had to drive 20 miles out to Barrie. And I'm like, I'm texting my sister who's there. And and she's like, it's worth it. It's worth it. And it was gorgeous, this place. Stone Cow Brewery. And I have some beers from them. We'll have them uh, as we go along as well. Uh, It was like, we got out of the cars and we're walking up. And it's a beautiful day. And no one is wearing masks. There's like, they don't exist anymore. It was like this wonderland. It was like, cause it was kind of an open air barn and we were sitting outside, but it was just like, even when people went into the bar, the staff, like no one's wearing them. It was like, what is this magical place (laughs) called Barry, (laughs) but a beautiful place. Uh, stone cow brewery. I highly recommend it. And I highly recommend, uh, uh, Redemption Rock as well. Oh, Redemption nice. Rock's only been around since 2019, so they're very new, but I, I think Stone Cow is new as well. Uh, but nice beers. Nice beers out there, and I hadn't even heard of them before we went. And then we also stopped at another place in Holden on the way back called Seven Saws, uh, which was another nice uh, nice brewery stop. Shout out to Seven Saws. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it was absolutely great. It was great to get back to Worcester, and because uh, I don't go there anymore. Because yeah. my family lives down the Cape, and if you don't, if you know the geography of New York to Cape Cod, you go through Providence, you go through Connecticut. You don't really go to Central Mass. But yeah, I, uh, I, I have a vague sense of it. But uh, for for me, like I can look at a map for a while and just saying, like, give me the GPS coordinates. I'll just I'll just get there. I know it's yeah. going to be a while before I'm there, but longer than it feels like it should, but not really that far. Yeah. Um, we went for my aunt's birthday party, so that was nice eightieth birthday. But uh uh I had my I had Cider Girl drive me around to all the old uh, old my old houses that I lived in. We went looking at the my old elementary school. Like so that was kind of that was kind of nice. Looking at the house I grew up in, I was like, look, it just looks so small. It was yeah. weird. I think it was because these trees that had grown in the yard had grown like three times higher than the house. Oh, wow. You know, these giant pine trees that my dad planted uh, in, you know, the 80s. And so they were really tall. I was like, wow. So it made the house look really small. <laughs> but it was a nice, nice And of visit. course, you were smaller then, too. I was smaller. But I, but I mean, they moved out of there in 05. So I was, I had been in the house. Oh, okay. You were there up to like uh, teenagers. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. But, uh, but was, I, I hear that story a lot about how you go back to a place where you thought was bigger and like, maybe I was smaller. Well, we went back to the elementary school and that looked exactly the same. Like, okay. it was weird. It looked like, like the, the no, there's no difference. That was a building that was probably built in the uh, early seventies. Oh, wow. And it was exactly the same. It was funny. Well, clearly you can see where they put money. And if the school has been the same for what, 50 years at this point. Yeah, at least. 
50. Yeah, thank you. That's right. You know, I just <laughs> I, like to remind I all of it. us who, who think of the 90s as yesterday that yeah, right. no... It was 30 years ago. Well, the beginning of it was 30 years ago. I would have started school there in, in 1972. Yeah, so that was a long time ago. With my Puff yeah, the Magic Dragon 45. Yeah, well, I, was watch, I was watching uh, Jeopardy last night with, uh, with, with, with Mayim Bialik, who I still will always think of as TV's Blossom hosting the show. <laughs> I, I know she's job. been on other shows and done other things, but there's just, just something about her that still feels like a precocious child. Uh, mm-hmm. even though she's a, she's a grown woman for many years now. Uh, and, and, and I was talking to the Belgian, uh, uh, babe last night and she was, she was just saying, yeah, it's weird to me that she had a, she has a 15 year old and mm. I did the math on it. Like, you know, even that 15 year old would have been born 17 years after beaches. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my God. Beaches, in case no one knows, it's a movie with Bette Midler and Barbara Hershey, but Mayim Bialik, that was sort of her big, where she was discovered because she played a a, a, a teenage Bette Midler. Ah, I did not oh. know that. I never watched it. Yeah. Well, I mean, but also if you've ever seen her on anything she's done, the idea that she would be, she would be pulled out of obscurity to play Bette Midler as a, as a small person, it makes total sense. Oh my uh, gosh. I used to be a but, big Barbara Hershey fan, though. I like Barbara Hershey a lot, too. Remember yeah. her in Last Temptation of Christ? Yes, and uh, oh, yeah. Shy People was a movie I saw I really oh, liked. Yeah. But, uh, back back to breweries, though. Back to our, our, post, <laughs> our, our post-COVID experience. <laughs> we did well, I, did, was there any more to the, to the Worcester? Uh, I'm, 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 that's, that was Worcester. almost kind of uh, Worcester. No, Worcester. This is a good, heavy beer. Um, <laughs> well, I did go to Regatta Deli, which is the greatest sandwich in the world. Uh, the the Regatta, the Regatta. I, I hadn't had What's one on the Regatta in f- fifteen years. It's fairly simple. It's a half a loaf of French bread. Okay, not French, but Italian bread, like a thicker bread. Yeah, for very fresh. And mm. then they put salami, mortadello, uh, and ham, and uh, lettuce, tomato, white onion, oil and vinegar. Absolutely perfect sandwich, and I, I, I it's delightful. It was something I used to get uh, like twice a week. I would go get a regatta for lunch, and it was like hadn't changed at all. It was it was yeah. perfect. That's very much what Worcester is like. Is like it's not, exactly what you expect it to be. Yeah, it's not like they're they're living in the past, but they're always just a few. There's always just a few steps behind. Like yeah. so, when I grew up in the '70s and '80s, it was very like kind of a 50s town you know <laughs> so now yeah, it's I know, yeah I mean, I what you mean. now it's like uh, this is, i guess is kind of an uh, 80s 90s vibe still sure uh but i'm sure I'm, I'm exaggerating that there's a lot of progressive stuff happening in western it's uh it, it's interesting because i uh, i had an i had an interesting experience in a few uh, long island city brewery, breweries bars both last week <laughs> restaurants uh oh. So uh, yeah, so I went. I, I I mentioned last week that I was going to check out the new Baroness uh, right. because the 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 babe and I were were planning on going there, uh, and I was doing some biking around uh, on the city bike, and I decided to swing by Big Alice, um, okay. and mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting because it was interesting. When you're you're talking about the non-masked thing. Mm. Uh, I'm not. I'm still. Some places have very strict policies. Some places their policies are unclear. Maybe it was because it was a Thursday afternoon. Maybe mm-hmm. things weren't that clear. 
because I like I, I looked in and saw that there was a there was a guy inside Big Alice buying something who was unmasked. And then I saw the person behind the bar was masked. It's like, well, I'll put on my mask to go in. And, and, and as I got there and I had my beer, I realized there was a sign somewhere saying vaccinated people are free to be unmasked. Unvaccinated people, please wear your mask when you're not sitting. Which I think is a very nice approach. It's all reasonable. It's mm-hmm. reasonable. It's on the honor system. Although, I mean, I didn't see it. But then, like as I as I got there, I have a feeling they're probably more explanatory when they're crowded, like they were when we visited there uh, back in April. Uh, right. But I, I but I, I and I, I even asked the woman behind the bar. I said I said, uh, is there what's your limit to people inside here? Because there was a time when uh, in 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 COVID times where if you would go there, there could only be one customer inside at a time. And she said, oh, yeah, three, four, whatever, it's fine. I'm like, okay, great. And then as I was leaving, I noticed they had, you remember, Beer One, do you remember that, that big outdoor seating area we saw that they had? Oh, yeah. So they yeah, actually yeah. have, they have an unvaccinated and a vaccinated section back there. Which oh, I think that's is, cool. I think it's pretty cool, yeah. Uh, so then I was I was done there, and I went up to, uh, to, to the Baroness, the Baroness's new location at the former Coronary Bistro place, which I liked better than their previous location and better than what the Corner Bistro was. It was so great, but it was, so I didn't know what to expect when I got there. So we got there and I think, I want to say we were wearing masks at first because we weren't sure what was going to go on. Uh, But there's, but I saw a sign saying indoor seating is reserved for vaccinated people. Mm. Outdoor seating is whoever wants to sit there can. And so we went there and, uh, and and she said, so are you fully vaccinated? And of course, we both were. We were ready to show proof, but they didn't ask for it. She said, are you vaccinated? We said, we are. And she just opened up this like little, it's like, you know, one of those velvet ropes on a chain where she opened up and said, <laughs> and she ushered us in and said, welcome to the po- post-COVID world. <laughs> it was so great. And so, yeah, we went in there and it was like everyone, it, 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 and, and we had a couple of great burgers and uh, I, 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 I believe the Belgian babe had a, had a cocktail and I had a wonderful beer there. Uh, my, my only, my only, it's, this is even really a negative thing, but my only thing I would say, because they're, they're really focused on local beer. I had a brew from uh, Casey BC and another one from Killsboro. Uh, everything on their draft list last week was IPA. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'll have an IPA as I have tonight. Oh, it's over. I'll, I guess I'll have my second pour soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I would I, I I would like to see a little more variety on their menu. Sure. But I think it's great that they have so many local places and the beers they have are are really amazing. And uh, I I had a, a I looked at their menu before I went there and I saw somewhere on their website where they said everyone is going to get a twenty percent surcharge for for gratuity. Okay. And I'm like, okay. And but then we got our check, and I saw ours wasn't on there. And I still, I was going to tip her regardless of whether it was in there or not. But I just, I asked her. I said, I, I, is there? Don't worry, your tip is here. Your tip is secured. But what, what, what was that thing that I saw on there? And she said, no, it's not on there. If it ever, if you ever come in here, it is on there. It will be denoted on there. But they've had so many assholes in the COVID year that they had to do it. Because so many people, so many of the people who were coming there in the in the COVID land were the people who thought nothing was a big deal. So they had nothing but shitty tippers. 
Oh, oh man, that's are people who that's just wouldn't shame. tip at all. And I even there was a few things that I read that we might have even talked about on the show mm-hmm. uh, that I, I I just thought was like a, a a random thing where like someone said like Hey, you know, show me the lower half of your face and you'll get a better tip. And I asked her when I was talking to the waitress, I, I asked her about this. She said, because I just thought this was like a something that happened occasionally. And I, and I said it to her and she said, it happened all the time. Oh, my God. Oh. And we're talking about the other location. Probably. Yeah. But oh. but 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 I also think this is a general way of since so many of the responsible people were staying home, the people who were going out were just they, like people who were in the service industry were dealing with a surfeit of assholes. Right. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So what was, and, and this is a weird thing that I read a while back that before they instituted this policy, uh, when they first started allowing indoor dining, most of the responsible people were choosing to sit outdoors. Right. So of most course. of the people who were sitting indoors were more of the assholes. So by, by saying only vaccinated people can sit inside, they're flipping that switch. Yeah. I mean, this, this, this woman was very nice. She was a wonderful server. Uh, but she was talking about how a couple nights before some people had come in and she, and she asked them, are you vaccinated? And they said, no. And, and she said, well, you can sit in one of our outside areas. And they called her a racist. That's how bad it is for, for the people in the service industry. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was, a, it was a, it was a very good experience. And it also a reminder of like, keep over tipping. It's yeah. yeah. Keep, keep doing that. If you, if you're someone who was doing that or is thinking about doing it, that's not over. Keep doing that. Um, and then afterwards we went over, we walked over to fifth hammer mm. and they were incredibly strict about it. Uh, oh, wow. in fact, we had gotten so lulled into like, we're in this maskless paradise as you refer to it as Huck. Uh, we, we came up to the door and we thought, well, if we're at the door, we're just like, well, okay, it says vaccinated people are fine. And they said, can you put on your mask? And immediately I felt, we both felt like assholes. Like, oh, and yeah. we, because we, we had him, we put him on quickly. And, and, and I said, yeah, we, we'd like to sit at the bar. And like, okay, you need to show your Excelsior passes and oh, wow. your IDs. Well, we, we could have the card. We had we happened to have sure, the Excelsior right. passes. Yeah. We, we need to see that and the ID next to each other. And we showed it. And we got up to the bar and we had a beer at the bar at Fifth Hammer. And uh, Huck was talking about how the Unmasked Paradise was great. The idea where you go and no one's even talking about it. I almost felt more uh, elated by being able to show my pass and say, here is the thing I have to do to go to the bar. And now we're all cool. It was just like, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's like, yes, we are. I, I really, I, I, I like that they're being that safe. Um, and then I was, I, I had some similar conversations with the bartenders there about the kind of assholes who want to come in who are unvaccinated and I think there needs to be a new job in the new world. Uh, the new job in the new world is going to be the uh, the the vaccination bouncer, because most people who work at bars, people in the service industry aren't equipped to be bouncers. There needs to be that guy with a thick skin and the big muscles at the gate in front of the velvet rope who used to just work at clubs, who is who has no problem telling people to fuck off if they're not worthy of coming in. <laughs> That could, that could become a thing. It could, I guess, it depends I on what what, what or, rules. Or it we could get become irrelevant forward. if people keep yeah. getting vaccinated at the rates we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But I, Huck, I think I saw that you have uh, another another beer there. I am ready for another beer. The first one was great. You know what? I was going to have a beer from Stone Cow. I talked about that, the one in Barry. Yes. And what happened was that I was moving things around my crowded fridge, 
and in moving, one of the beers spilled out. <gasps> oh no! It came out. I tried to catch it, and I slapped it, and it bounced off the refrigerator. It bounced, hit the floor once, hit the floor a second time, and then rolled across the floor. And I'm just standing there, like, <gasps> you know, I'm expecting to hear the little hiss from yeah. you know the can being burst open, but it didn't. It didn't. It's you see how dented it is. No, I there. can see the dent. Yes. Well, clearly yeah. it just wanted to be on the podcast. Is it's what. dent. And that's what it was doing. It was, and look at this dent. Oh, wow. Oh, so dear. It was screaming out to me saying, it's my time. Pick it's time me, for the... Fox Farm? Is that Fox what I'm saying? Fox Farm. Yeah, this is the pip. So Ooh. I don't know where it is. There it is. Oh, let me hold it's it. It's got a nice little squirrel, squirrel on it. Yeah. Fox Farm pip. Let me hide behind that so you can use it as a picture. There you go. The pip. The pip. And the pip is a light... Lager, 10 degrees Plato, if that has oh. any uh, uh, relevance. Sure. Uh, I still have trouble. It's like binary code. I, I, I'm having trouble. Yeah. So the thing is that it, uh, you, I did drop it, uh, and it, so it asked to be on the show. Uh, I did give one to my brother-in-law, uh, not the brother-in-law, but my other brother-in-law, who's really into Bud Light. I gave him two, and he downed them pretty quickly. Oh, All, right. All right. No explosion out of the can. It should be maybe even approachable. Uh, it should be very approachable. We'll see. Oh, and into the pony glass. Love it. Oh, it pouring so quick. Pouring so quick and so easy. Look at that. Nice, clean, crisp, clear straw color. Good head retention. I mean, honestly, that squirrel has, has produced something magic. Absolutely. Yeah, and I gave it to my brother-in-law because he loves the light lagers. Like I said, he's a Bud Light guy. But his name is Fox as well. So <laughs> let's see. Very good. Well, Captain, uh, have you visited a very special place as well? I, 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 well, I did. I wouldn't. No, no. It's we. We can hear the song. Sure. <laughs> it, I, I've only to. had it for a short time, but we can. Yeah. I. I. I, yeah, I, I see you're you're grabbing for the uke. So let's, do the uh, short version. Sure. I'm going to the captain's cellar. Yeah, well, uh, if you listen to our recent shows in Ohio, um, and if you haven't, go back and listen to them. There are two of them. They're why aren't you? Really. Yes. Uh, but uh, the the incredulous bulk, aka Doctor Bruce Beernerd, which is usually done in the reverse order. But man, that that finback is really hitting me. I think it's partially because I'm <laughs> sitting in an unair conditioned apartment, so you don't have to Getting listen to my warm. air conditioner. The sacrifices they make for you, fellow Avengers out there. Yes. Uh, but he gave me a, a I, I brought him a lot of stuff from New York. He gave me some stuff from Ohio to take home. I uh, most of it made it. I still haven't told that story. Maybe I'll get to that. Uh, but you may recall that he had a, a uh, the, the well, he had a, he had a, a beer from Hoppin' Frog. He had that yeah. pineapple upside down yes. cake. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, this one. is also from Hoppin' Frog. Uh, it's a cute little. Uh, this is one of the ones he gave me. It is the Sippin' Into Darkness Chocolate Martini Imperial Stout. Look at that adorable Ooh. can. <laughs> it's like an eight that ounce is the stain. cutest. Yeah, it's a chocolate uh, martini imperial stout. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a uh, high ABV. I don't, I'll, we'll get to that. But anyway, let's just do it. And since it is a chocolate martini. Imperial Stout. I have this lovely Dorothy Parker uh, martini I was glass. Say, oh, nice. beautiful. Oh, my goodness. This is non-traditional glass, but it's it still doing what it needs to. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, and it is, you know, we're getting bar- barely any head production. Barely here, any head production. Like a, a strong beer. You should mm-hmm. get like a chocolate kiss and put a toothpick through it. Put it yeah. inside. 
Well, oh, I'm, good. I'm too thirsty to do that. <laughs> I had to go out and buy the kiss, but oh, it smells so fucking good. Yeah. Mm. Oh fuck yeah, my dude. Oh fuck oh, yeah, fuck my yeah, dude. dude. Oh, only the finest. Mm. Um, well, it's been, I, I've going out, I feel like is, it's so nice that we get to do that again, you yes. know, cause it's it, for, for me, like one of my happy places has always been sitting at a bar and you get that first sip of the beer. It's like your shoulders relax and you're like back to all that. And of course we haven't had that in the last year and a half or so. Um, and we you know I've talked about a lot about going to the new evil twin, which I'm super excited to get you all to, um, yes. which does is a little more honor system about vaccination and people are pretty close together, but they do have a bouncer at the door. So if it gets crazy, they, uh, they'll, they'll take care of things. And of course the beautiful rooftop at Randolph and all those other spots. But I did, since I know a lot of us come from a performer environment, I wanted to, uh, quickly mention uh, a spot that I'm excited that has reopened. It's a it's a performance space called Caveat, which is on the Lower East Side. Uh, yeah, they used I mean, to be the living from them. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So they're on their way back. They were sort of like a nerdy science talk place. I had the honor to represent beer in a beer versus wine event there, uh, and I'm proud to say that beer won as it should. Um, but, uh, but they, uh, they're, because they're a science focused place, they do a lot of science talks. They're also a fully, um, fully vaccinated space and they do require the Excelsior pass to pass the front door. So the minute you walk through, it really is the sort of maskless wonderland. And yeah. they've been a complicated place um, because they are within a certain distance of a church or maybe not a church, but a religious institution. And New York has certain laws about places that sell hard liquor within mm. certain distances of schools and religious institutions. And they seem to fall into that. So in their previous incarnation, all of their mixed drinks were, were, were with a fermented spirit beverage, which gave them a very low ABV. Um, and having returned, they are now, um, they have a new bar manager uh, and they're strictly beer and wine. And I will say their list was terrific. Oh, wow. So it was, I mean, I, I wound up drinking the, um, uh, the, Kolsch from uh, Flagship, Staten Island. See, I told you I would represent for you guys at some point uh, all night. And it was really lovely, but I was just really blown away by their whole list. Um, and also, it was that magical moment of you walk into a space, they scan your Excelsior Pass, show it to you, and they say, great, you're welcome to take off your mask. And everyone does. And people are who haven't seen each other in a while are just casually hugging and oh, people are great. lined up at the bar. Um, but one innovation that they have, which is something I've seen other places and I'm excited about is they're a performance venue. So lots of little tables. Um, and sometimes the bar can get pretty hefty. The line for the bar can get hefty. Plus there are people doing stuff on the stage. So they have instituted a order at your table um, QR code setup where you can scan the QR code order. And then the server brings it directly uh, to your table. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah. So you don't have to line up at the bar. It avoids that kind of crowding. And uh, it was pretty great. I it, it just so happened I wound up by complete accident being the first person to use it while I was down there. Uh, and I was so enamored with the whole setup that I bought all my beers through it for the rest of the night. That's you know, nice. if anyone is set up to transition into this, it's the Alamo Draft House. I, I haven't mm -hmm. been there since they reopened, but they were... The great thing about them was their order service was all set up towards not disturbing any other movie patrons. 
So it's even though though it wasn't electronic, it was like write something down, put it on a piece of paper. It was like it's very contactless. Right. Yeah. Doing it. So I Nighthawk Theater in Williamsburg. I do hear that uh, Manhattan is getting a new Alamo draft or is getting an Alamo draft house. I know we'd have. I heard that a year ago. I don't know. I don't know what the uh, progress has been. I had had dealing with. Read an article saying that they are in the process of opening it now. That oh yeah. COVID oh, cool. has moved on, so it will be slightly easier commuting distance for Huck, and uh, pr- probably also for you, Captain. Yeah, I just I'm just going to stick with the one that's within walking distance. Down. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. So, uh, I have a couple of updates about the beer I have. If uh, mm-hmm. unless there's more there with that. No, that was the only one I wanted to represent for. I mean, because I've talked so much about all the other places that I've been to, but that one I thought was doing something kind of unique. Absolutely. And, and a second, we should talk fun. about the place we all went to last night. Yeah, yes. Last night, yeah. uh, but before we do that, uh, this this beer, this lovely, cute little hopping frog. Is a twelve point five percent. Oh my goodness! You've just chosen a life for yourself this evening, haven't you, Captain? I, 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 I like I said, I when I go back and edit, I'm like, what did I say? Okay, uh, <laughs> but I also around. realize I want to correct a little bit of my huck up. Uh, is that this is not one of the ones that the doctor gave me? Okay, he, he and I went to uh, the Barrel House together. He helped me pick out some stuff and shop, so I bought this one. At the Barrel House in Dayton, Ohio, um, and it's I, I, I was they have they make some really good imperial stouts like Russian imperial stouts. They have like a bunch of different ones, but they didn't have any of them there. But I'm like, well, this one will do. And, and right now, I'm looking in my refrigerator. I'm thinking, what can I have on the show? What do I need to save for when we all hang out together? Um, uh-huh. And so, really, the reason this one jumped to the head of the line is the size. This is less shareable than some of my other beers. Right. So that that's why I had I have this one and it's 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 really good. Uh but yeah, last night, the two of us, as well as a, a beer vendor to be, so we'll just call her Molly for now. Uh mm-hmm. we all went to Grim Ales last night. Three of us. Oh yes, indeed. And we had a I think we had a lovely time. We really did. I the love end. Grim Artisanal Ales. I know. And their tap room. And it was funny. I'm like, I'm hanging out in front of the place and I'm reading. It says like the vaccinated people don't have to be masked. That's a sign is there. And there's a guy who's sort of hanging out in front. And I can't tell if he works there or if he's if he's if he's someone who's who's there. He looks like he might want to help me, but I'm not sure. I don't want to I don't want to be that person who assumes a customer is someone who works there. Right. That's that's always awkward. But he just like I said. And so I just sort of said to him, like, uh, I'm I'm vaccinated. I read the sign. That's why I took it off. And he's like, yeah, I'm vaccinated too. Yeah, And I said, oh, yeah, I've got like maybe four of us here. Do I have to wait for them to be here? No, come on in. Just yeah, see wherever you chill. want to. And yeah, they're very, very chill. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's entirely an unmasked environment. Uh, and we had a wonderful time there. I had a couple of, had one especially amazing Imperial Stout there. Oh, yeah. That they have yeah. bottled that I brought home in uh, something Labyrinth. Memory Labyrinth. labyrinth. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually looking at it. Look at the bottle, but I'm not going to go over and find it. But uh, some sort of labyrinth. Actually, if you look on our Instagram feed, I think I named it there. So there's your. Yeah, and I had a really wonderful Berliner Weiss uh, uh, Clover Club. Ooh, yeah, and it was delightful, and it had a and it had a savory. What do they call them? Uh, Now I got to look that up. But it was a juniper berries, I believe, uh, was what they used in it, and. and when I drank it, I was, it felt like, Ooh, this is like almost like a V8. It gave like a smell of like almost tomato kind of smell. And it had juniper berries. And they say the juniper berries give savory juniper aromatics. I was like, Oh, okay. 
Now, aren't I... juniper berries part of gin? Yeah, right. Or yes, is that... they are. Yeah, okay. yeah. that herbaceousness. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a little more of a, rather than a sweetness, they have a, a, a more of a savory, more of a perhaps an umami flavor to them. Uh, oh, but uh, uh, yeah, it's a bright berry. It was made with raspberries, juniper berries, and orange peel. So uh, as far as uh, Berliner Weisses go, that was a nice one. And they have one on the menu that they- Did you act- taste the orange peels? Um, no, may- I, was- I may have. I wasn't really looking for it. No, the re- so I, I mean, the reason I ask is because the, the stout I loved so much also had orange peel listed in. I didn't necessarily taste that. That might okay. have informed it in some way or another, but uh, orange peels tend to be pretty subtle, I think. Yeah, and that's used in a lot of uh, Belgian ales. Uh, we'll have the, or especially a, a, a Witte or a, a, a Belgian white, will have that. Uh, was it Memory Palace? Is that the one you had? Yes, because it had the cardamom. No, it right? was Memory Labyrinth. Or they, they're both called Memory, aren't they? Oh, one is the, had the chilies and one doesn't have the chilies. Right. Mm. Palace is the one with chilies, I think. Right. Right. Okay, yeah, they actually had they had the Memory Palace on bottles, and I brought a bottle of that home. But oh, Labyrinth okay. is the one they had on draft. Oh, okay, yeah, great stuff, great stuff, really so nice great, place. Yeah. And we got to meet Simcoe the cat. Yes, and, favorite. Uh, that was cool, and the and our server uh, Chelsea. She oh, was yeah. just delightful. She came over and talked to us a little bit, and I was like. We should have Chelsea on the podcast. Absolutely, we should. Yeah. Well, and a, and a huge shout out to her for uh, for like working, continuing to work in this industry and and representing so well for for Grim, especially given everything that's been going on, specifically with sexual harassment in women in this industry. Well, she like specifically she, mentioned that. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, please, please, Cap. Or she please was talk. mentioning that uh, 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 that uh, Grim. They haven't posted anything about it at Grim, and she's like, "Oh, why? Why they don't have to? Because Grim is a wonderful." Uh, inclusive place yeah. to work and mm-hmm. all of that. She said all the brewers are totally uh, nice people and aren't uh, there's, there's the only sexism she ever experienced was from customers. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really great to hear. Not that to hear that we had sexism from customers, but that the brewery is such a inclusive place to work. So another uh, notch in the cap for, uh, for, for uh, Grimm and they're celebrating their third anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, upcoming this month for the for excuse me for their tap room, although the beer has been around for a while longer. Yes, and yeah, I will I th- say I... we did we did do our best to try and get some information about an upcoming party, and they were still tight lipped. But I will say yes. to our <laughs> beer vendor listeners, we did try on your behalf, and it might even be the same weekend as the Astoria Beer and Cheese. Uh, it might be yeah. party, but uh, there's a lot just of, a word a lot of the, celebrating going on, on the, the more we're getting out there in the world. I've been on the pip that uh, where yeah. the, the captain went up. And the ABV, and mm-hmm. I went in the other direction. My first beer was 4.5, and the pip here is 4.2, so it's a oh. low one. Uh, but it's a lot of flavor, and it's a 10-degree Play-Doh lager, and oh, wow. they're very excited about it over there. It's a characterful pale lager, I agree. It's got a lot of nice flavor. It draws equally from Czech and German brewing traditions, and uh, there is a gentle whirlpool addition of Callista hops. Ooh. Throwing subtle grapefruit and stone fruit. Well, I don't know about that, but you're you know. getting well. Yeah, sometimes, I'm, sometimes I'm getting they... a very traditional uh, light lager, and it's not, mm-hmm. it's not like a Bud Light. It's very, it has a lot of flavor, and that's that's what I love when you get a low ABV beer that still has a lot of character. So this uh, meets that requirement. Yep. 
I'm going to go ahead and give it a B plus, if not All an right. A minus. Let's do the A minus. I'm in a good mood. I, well, I, also, I also want to talk a little bit about the first time I've ever rated a beer. Yes. Well, are we going to do that now? Huck. I, I think uh, uh, Huck, Huck grades beer. Honestly, I would, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. It's the best. Like it's that. the best pale lager. This is, this is the best chocolate martini I've ever had. Very good. As a beer. Um, um, I do. I do want to just quickly shout out. We mentioned our friend Molly, who is a beer yes. to be, um, and uh, Molly is you know a becoming a, a dear friend, but is also a friend in podcasting. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just wanted to you know, uh, since we've you know been doing this, I know she and the captain have gone back and forth a little bit uh, as she's developing her own podcast, uh, which is called the Bruise Less Traveled Podcast. Yeah, and I listened to it this afternoon. It's so good. It's really great. Yeah. I thought she and and her current co-host Julie did just a terrific job with it. Um, so if you're not all, if you're looking for another beer cast to put into your ears, make sure that you check that out. It is the Brews Less Traveled podcast um, run through a group called Bruvana, which also pairs it with a box um, of the beers that are being sampled on the beer cast. So you can actually try the beers along and hear from some of the beer brewers. And I know that their, their current city, I think we can say it now because it's yes, out in the world, we right? we can, yeah, is, because it's it. Is, yeah, because it's out there. Is is Cincinnati, right? Which means listening to the the. I think she's going to do this for a few weeks. I think the deal is mm-hmm. she go, she's going to go through. It's a weekly show, mm-hmm. and she's picking a city every month. I think is the current format there. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you listen to our Dayton episodes, there were two of those, episode thirty four and thirty five, uh, where we were really focusing on Dayton, but Cincinnati kind of spilled into that a little bit mm-hmm. because they're only about an hour apart, so they have access to pretty much the same things, but. If you if you if you liked our Dayton episodes, you'll I think you'll really enjoy her Cincinnati episodes as sort of a uh, companion piece. Uh, in fact, in talking to her, I know that a couple of the Cincinnati breweries she's featuring in in future episodes are beers that I've had on the show previously that I actually had to get from Tavor because I was living in New York. Uh, mm-hmm. But brews from Listerman and Fifty West, mm-hmm. um, and I'm I'm really looking forward to hearing hearing more of uh, what what she has to to the places she goes and the people she sees and uh yeah bruise less traveled yeah it's so cool far because... i know you can get it on spotify um yep. and i'm sure she's working on getting it to more places as well yeah and conceptually it's that the idea that bruise less traveled they're going to cities that you might not think of as uh craft brew cities uh and each week is going to be a new city i believe yeah, uh, unless the, uh, so. Or uh, I believe it's on a monthly basis because it's oh, okay. based on it's okay. with a box. Um, oh, but every week. Oh, but, I but see. Every, the, the, yeah. So so ten, So she's not doing weekly episodes. No, no, she she is doing weekly episodes, but you the Each idea is that every month changes. is is a different city, and there's a they basically get a box of beers paired to that city that will be discussed on the beer cast, which I just think is kind of a cool way. I mean, it's yeah. you know you get to drink along with friends. Right? I believe if you get the box, you get a week a weekly live stream. Yes, I believe yes, so as well. You get a weekly live stream yes. with the box, yeah. yeah All the info is at brewvana.com. Listen to that, and she's also going to be, uh, she's got a very busy schedule, so I don't know yes. how soon, but she will be a future guest on the Beer Venture. No doubt. I mean, last night we had such a good time that she oh, is yeah. already a Beer Venture for sure. Yes. Oh, she's she's earned her way in. She just hasn't officially been named, and we know. Right. which is why that- we will still, she will be a Beer Venture to be, but... We have yet to have a beer venture to be that doesn't become a beer venture by the end of the episode. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, we kicked around it's... a couple names last night. We also went oh, to good. Greenpoint Brewing. Oh yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, as an add-on, uh, up in uh, it's the very northern part of Greenpoint, Brooklyn, right near the uh, Pulaski Bridge, and uh, nice, too, a nice spot too. And they have an amazing uh, can selection, and you can buy them individually. 
Uh, so if you're looking to get a variety of different cans to go, that's a, that seems like the place to go. Uh, it's a little bit out of the way, I suppose, but uh, depending I mean, on where you, you live. Yeah, if you live in Greenpoint, it's right there. <laughs> also, if you live in Long Island City, it's just across the bridge. I mean, in a story, I've I've biked over that bridge a couple of times, and it's uh, I, I I I look forward to going back there again because it looks like they have a great kitchen too. They were closed when we got there, but I would right. love to go there for lunch someday. And we did try to go visit our friends at Interboro Brewing. <laughs> Oh. We're closing a little early. Uh, they were closing a bit early. So there's still a lot of COVID. Uh, 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 it was a Tuesday night, too, even in New York. New York has this whole. It, it was city. a rainy Tuesday night. Lest New, we New York yeah. has this city that never sleeps reputation. But yes, even of course. before COVID, there were certain neighborhoods that are like, yeah, it's Tuesday at 10 o'clock. We're done. But Williamsburg. It was 8.15. Williamsburg. Okay. Come on. I expect yeah, I, more from you, unacceptable Williamsburg. Everyone, they are still coming back. And, yeah. and I will say I do, I do love me Interborough, and I want to send yeah, them some we, love. We I cannot love wait to come back. You still, you yeah. still have made the greatest beer and the worst beer I've ever had in my life. Uh, both, which means you're doing something absolutely right. <laughs> What's the worst one? But do we oh, hear that story on the air before? No, but I'll tell it real quick. They they yeah. had a series called the Yo Play series, which were based off other. Uh, they were lactose sours, and they were based off of Yo Play yogurt flavors. <laughs> no, it oh, was okay. like I again. I'm glad they tried. I'm really glad they tried, but it was not for me. That said, they made a a, brew, a beer that I now cannot remember the name of, of, where they they distilled hop oils in their vacuum distiller in the back. Ooh. Um. So they were basically boiling water at room temperature, which meant they didn't lose any of the really amazing aromas and flavors from these hops. And it was two days. Like, I still dream of this IPA. It was so good. I distinctly remember having multiple of them while I was there, then waking up in my apartment and finding them on my countertop. Still not quite sure how all that happened, but you know, <laughs> we'll get there. Um, and then I, I believe it was a short run because I can't, I can't recall if I've ever seen it again. So... And it's, it's still like, like a, I, I I dream of this beer. So Interborough, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> it's like the uh, the uh, Tenacious D song. It was the greatest beer in the world. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the greatest beer in tribute. the world. Yeah. Tribute. Well, there were uh, there were a few hookups last okay. week. Yes, yeah, uh, so I want right. to hear about keeping those. us honest. Uh, mostly. Mostly just clarifications and just for my own okay. edif- edification, really, uh, okay. personally. Uh, there was one huck up and I apologize to the Beer Wonder for this one because I Uh-oh. did refer to you as Boy Wonder. Oh, well, you know what? Here's the thing. Uh, I know my youthful good looks, despite the <laughs> lack of hair, my youthful good looks are confusing. <laughs> you so. really are selling the youth for sure. Uh, uh, what we had, oh, we were talking about Boston Beer Company and Dogfish Head. And I think I said, oh, yeah. and they're still independently owned and, and, uh, uh, the beer barbarian said, well, I think they're involved with Boston beer company. And in fact, in 2019, mm-hmm. Boston beer company and dogfish head had a merger quote unquote, oh, Okay, but Boston beer company paid $300 million. Yeah. Wow. For dogfish so head. I'm pretty sure dogfish gets to do whatever they want when they're like, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> so that's actually been their biggest acquisition. And we talked about Coney Island, uh, as well, because we had them last week. So we actually doubled up on our, on our uh, Boston beer last week. Didn't I do it? Did I do a Sam Adams recently? No, I don't, I don't think, think we've, we've done ever done a Sam Adams. I mean, we, we, might need to, yeah. we might need to at some point. Yeah. I have one in the fridge. Uh, 
Coney, Coney Island started in 2008, and they were an offshoot of of Smaltz. Oh, I didn't realize that. Schmaltz Brewing. Oh, Schmaltz yeah, Brewing. I remember Schmaltz. I yeah, and well, they Schmaltz, still exist. They do uh, still exist. They still exist, even though Single Cut took over their upstate space. Yes, yes, they still exist as a brewery, and they sold the Coney Island brand and the, and their facilities to Boston Beer Company in 2013 for, I just said they bought Dogfish for $300 million. Coney Island, $2.9 million. Wow. That's still a lot of money. Wow. So they really got it for a steal, apparently. Yeah. And I was looking at the, the, uh, the portfolio of the Boston Beer Company to see exactly what they do have. Mm-hmm. And certainly uh, their biggest acquisition now has been the uh, Dogfish Head brand. Yeah. So they are right, Samuel Adams, which is big. Dogfish Head. I said they're the one that not they're the ones that knock. So they knocked on Dogfish Head's door. Dogfish Head, truly seltzers, twisted tea. Uh, you know they are Angry Orchard. Brewing, yeah, they invented that. I which, think. I, I, did they? I, th- they, I, I maybe I'm wrong. They may have, or they we'll, got it early on. Up for next we'll week, have, I guess, that's next week's hookup. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I uh, thought that Angry Orchard was just Sam Adams entree into the cider world cider world i believe they they were their own thing okay at first but i'll have to look into that uh coney island angel city brewing i don't know where uh that's yeah, a los angeles yeah. brewery okay. and uh something called havana lager which is a uh looks like a or orlando uh brewery but in uh florida anyway mm-hmm. uh and so there you go that's the that's their portfolio my general uh, feeling is if you're acquired by Sam Adams, you still have more cred than if you've been acquired by InBev. Yes. Well, and I, I feel like what Sam yeah. Adams does, it does seem that they just sort of throw money, get the organization going, figure out what your core beers are, find a way to distribute them, and then just say, like, go play, kids. And if yeah, there's anyone out there who feels that they have a brewery that they love that's been ruined by Sam Adams acquiring yes. them, let us know because we still like these breweries, uh, but we may not be informed. So if That's there's true. another side to this argument, we want to hear it. We will have a whole expose episode if that's what it takes. Wow. Yeah. And I know that it, it expands these breweries reach. So dogfish mm-hmm. head now is found uh, in a lot more places. I see the sequench goza mm-hmm. that they make with yeah. sea salt oh, yeah. and lime, which is a really it's nice delicious. beer. Very, very approachable, drinkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I hear they have that in Arkansas. And they even have it in Arkansas. And uh, no, they did it. They had it yeah. on an episode of Acquired Tastings. That's why I mentioned right. that. Right. And uh, so beers like that and their IPAs, they're just more easily found. The issue with that, and I actually have this issue with the Sam Adams brand itself, is the the distillation of the sure. magic of whatever they were originally were making in a smaller scale. When it's made at a larger scale. I feel like sometimes a lot of the flavor is lost and also they can sit on shelves longer. Right, and so this flavor can be lost in that way. Um, Cause when the Sam, the, the Sam Adams lot Boston lager, for example, I find is I still enjoy it uh, in a pinch. Uh, but yeah, sometimes there I could, the, the bottle might be a year old, you know, and that's no good. But I always like if I'm in a sort of a, more of a macro bar, if they've got the Sam Adams seasonal on draft, that's often mm-hmm. a good oh, yeah. for me. Well, I will always try this. Every year I make a point to, well, I guess last year was the exception, but every year I make a point to try the Sam Adams seasonal because they consistently do interesting things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Sam Summer was always one that I enjoyed. And I had a couple already this year. I had the their, their Shandy, 
which was actually a little bit stronger. They did, it wasn't a traditional shandy. They just made it with uh, lemons. Uh, it was a light oh. lager made with uh, with actual uh, lemons. Oh, that's kind of lovely, actually. So that was kind of yeah, it was kind of a uh, kind of cool. Lost its uh, uh, nucleation quickly. Uh, so I criticized them. That's, I mean, there's there's that I new word it, we're all I give loving. it a C plus. Oh my god. Um, all right, Huff so strange beers. That may be a new segment. <laughs> Strangers with candy came out oh. in 2005. Okay, so that's okay. the year that was then. But I, my research seems to indicate that the blackout was 2006. Um, then maybe they finished making it in 2005 and it was released yeah, in 2006. Something like because that. Because I so, definitely saw well, that. It was a weird thing. I remember I was like, what, to elaborate on that story, I came home. I, I was like there. Oh, there's this brownout. I went to Kew Gardens. I saw that movie. I came home. They were still fucked up. Then I went to the AMC on 42nd Street and I saw that Philip K. Dick. What was the movie by this Philip K. Dick? Uh, but it was, I think it was Richard Linklater, and it was like that kind of drawn over animation. Oh, uh, you know, the, you, you, you no, know what I'm talking about? Back. Yeah, Slacker. but that could have also been that year. Anyway, the the I think when I finally got the the, the fun the reason like like I said all that whole week I was going out to places uh, to avoid being home in the dark. Right. And I think the last place I went, this is this is a funny story, uh, is that I went to because Cider Girl or her roommate, however you want to say this, was doing a showgirls puppet show. Oh, yes, that was good. That was funny. <laughs> and and I think the Saturday night I went to see the showgirls puppet show when I got home from that was when my, when my lights were finally back on. That oh, oh, wow. wow. So well, then, she then can tell us me, what year it is. puts me further uh, back. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to ask. We'll have Remember to ask what her. year you did showgirls puppet show? This is live hookup fact checking. I love it. Um, well, it, it, with a little quick nod to Weekend Beer, unless we've got yes. a few more hookups. Real left. quick segue. You inspired yeah. me last week. I had a small beer, so I'm having a third pour. I'm doing what? A, hey. I'm doing a Fox Bound, a Fox Farm Hearthbound Porter that oh. was given to me last night by Hophead Huck. Very oh my nice. goodness! Very. And here we go. It's only like a six point five percent or so. This will sort of center me. Look at that. Oh, there so dark, so rich, yeah. so beautiful. And a very nice head, too. It'll average out your beer consumption tonight. I think it will. Anyway, go on. Well, just for weekend beer, I did want to just note that uh, New York City Brewers Guild is holding their uh, can sale this coming weekend. So hopefully oh. you were able to make it to that. So that's always pretty exciting. Is that uh, virtual or do you have to go to a place? No, it is actually live. It's they, they bring okay. a number of the breweries together and you can buy, I think it's generally individual cans. But, but uh, where so, do you go for that? Oh, uh, I have to double check the location. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Because I didn't, I, I never thought of New York City Brewers Guild as a place. No, they, they, them as an entity. Yeah, they've always hosted it at a brewery. Um, it is, okay. let me, it is 12 to 4 uh, on June 13th. So this coming Sunday, uh, and it's going to be just outside the Brooklyn Brewery Tasting Room in Williamsburg. So when you hear this, this will have already happened. So hopefully you went there and had a wonderful <laughs> yes. time. I hope you had yes. a great time. But but noting that, I did also just want to, because I always look to the New York City Brewers Guilds because they're always doing interesting things. Um, they're doing a great collection because it is June. Happy Pride, everyone, of the incredible Pride beers that are happening in the city. Uh, quick shout out to one that I am looking forward to getting. Uh, our first, I believe, beer that I've seen in New York City featuring a lesbian, which is the Alice Austin beer coming out of 
flagship brewing company uh-huh. uh, made in conjunction with the Alice, uh, supporting the Alice, uh, uh, excuse me, Clear Comfort Pilsner, which is supporting the um, Alice Austin House which is an historic site in Staten Island. So wanted to shout out to them also, cause I'm still trying to make up for how many no, weeks I of think bashing. We need to say what's good about Staten Island. You're, yes, you're right. Thank you. I, I, uh, <laughs> my, my, my general shitty comments about Staten Island apply to the general shitty people in Staten Island, but there are a lot of good people aside from them. Yes. And, and some of them are, our wonderful friends at flagship and Killsborough. Um, we might even be making a trip out there soon. I, I don't know if I'll feel comfortable wearing my Beer Avenger t-shirt because in case someone out there is listening, <laughs> we, might, I, we might need to be incognito, but I I really want to go to that bar that uh, where Killsborough is in residence. And, yes, uh, absolutely. And I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to you guys because uh, I, 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 haven't, I, haven't, I haven't been to Staten Island in a while. And no, uh, there's a lot of no, things to, to like about lot, it, but... even though the, the some of the worst people in New York City are there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, agreed. The politics are terrible, but honestly, I can't wait for this Alan, Alice Austin house I said deal. some. I didn't say no, all. Some. I know. And I didn't I say know. all the people there. I said some of the worst people in New York City are in Staten Island. And, and probably some are... <laughs> some I probably have some neighbors Manhattan as well. Too, you yeah. never know. One, one, one never knows, do one. Yeah. Uh, just one last huckup. It was yes. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, the uh, The band you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, that you drank the beer for. Acacia Strain. It was oh. definitely they were a heavy metal band, but on that album you're talking about, they do black, a, cov- a cover of Black Hole Sun. So, oh, I like that song. Yeah, so just a little. Is uh, that what Stone Temple Pilots? Is that the one? Soundgarden. Soundgarden. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know my my nineties. Johnny Cash does a good cover of it too. Am I, is that, am I right about that? Well, he does hurt. That will be in the like Black Hole Sun. Won't you come? hurt myself today? Love some old Johnny. I still feel black hole sun. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Took on a whole new meaning with Johnny. I, well, I wasn't go, sure guys, we'd, we did I, it I wasn't again. sure we'd fill a show with just the three of us, but man. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, I mean, we are fascinating humans. And I if wish, you're listening, hopefully you think, you so think the same. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, here's the thing. If you would like to be on the show or you want to get us some information, Captain, where can they find us? Well, all you have to do is uh, email us at thebeervengers at gmail.com. Uh, I mean, sometimes I'll even, if you if you send us messages, uh, I, I, I'm slowly figuring out that way. I'm, it, it, it's there, the direct message stuff on, uh, on, on Instagram or any of those places where it at the beer Avengers, uh on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Um, I mean, you can even write stuff in the comments on YouTube. We haven't gotten many of those except for people that seem like they're unscrupulous. Uh, but we'll still read them, even if you are unscrupulous. Or, or I don't know if you think Yeah, we're probably are. most active on the gram, I think. Uh, I think you're yeah. absolutely right there. But I also, but but the email is a really good way to reach us as well, because I, I that, that we see those. Um. And, I did uh, want to see about the. I don't want to give the Hearthbound Porter a short shrift. Uh, oh, it's, it's really good. It's, I mean, it's a really solid there. porter. I. Uh, it is. I mean, it's a Hearthbound Robust Porter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think is the full name of it. Where's the can? It, no, the can. It's right here. Uh, I'm three poor show for me. Um, I love it. Yeah, no, I mean because the the last thing I I remember it's probably the only not the other not the only person I've used it, but. Uh, 
the smutty nose had a one that was specifically just called a robust porter yeah and and it has that it has very robust flavors uh and it's very solid and i look forward to uh finishing it and and uh, who knows maybe i'll add more notes next week but it's it's really good thank you very much for this wonderful gift yeah you bet fox farm yeah they're great i want to make sure you guys got a little bit of taste of that um, oh, also, um, I know we mentioned Arkansas briefly. Thanks again to the the Acquired Tastings people for having me on the show. If you haven't listened to my episode last week, I I listened to some of it. That's not that's no uh, that's no short shrift on them. <laughs> I just uh, if I don't have to listen to myself because I listen I listen to myself when I edit the show every week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and to I don't I don't always like listening to myself that often. I'm like, oh, to you like, sound okay. good, Captain. No, we you like listening good. to you. We like listening. It's to not you. whether or not I sound good. It's whether I like hearing me. It's 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 nothing. Thank you for your generous compliments. But uh, but uh, I hope I, I I think it's a good episode. So listen to that. There's a brief huck up there. I. Uh, I had the Evil Twin Gingerbread Stout, uh, which is made by Gingerbread from one of the oldest bakeries in Queens called Rudy's. And I listened to myself in the first 10 minutes of that episode, and I think I called them a brewery rather than a bakery. So, <laughs> I mean, it's just, there's more water. I spent the, the entire day up. chasing down my luggage from Delta, coming home from Dayton, and that's a, that's a only interesting to the person it happened to, so I won't give you any more details there but uh anyway well, thanks everybody uh, for uh listening yeah, thanks. hawk is clutching the uke so i guess it must be he time is for i guess it, another, i guess the, I guess the episode uh, another is another great show and uh, we'll see you next week uh, with a, another fantastic show we'll probably have a new guest next week I, I, yeah i i, I, certainly I believe hope so. another beer avenger to be thanks everyone thanks all of you for listening uh thanks for being here and uh oh i i, I don't know what to do when we don't have someone to to tell to come back anytime but you guys come back. i mean yeah, tell, the, tell the listeners to come back anytime. Yes, yes, listeners, please come back anytime. All right, Huck, play us out. With the beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers. We're the beer Avengers. Avengers.